Hi, my name is Jennifer Padilla. I'm from the Pueblo of Isleta and I'm here in Tsuki Pueblo. And I'd like to introduce myself in my native Tiwa language. So that's just my Indian name, which is, um, I guess, uh, in English would be close to holy water. It's the best translation for it. Um, and I come from the Pueblo of Isleta. And so I'm here in Tsuki Pueblo and I'm just kind of uh, taking some time scrolling through my memory of of the first time that I had with seeds and I can remember as a young child my dad actually both of my parents um, really participated in the garden and what they primarily planted was uh, Indian melon and corn from the Pueblo of Isleta and I can remember as a young child taking really big Indian melon and kind of cracking it on the corner of a tailgate and just ripping it open with our hands and juice everywhere, seeds falling. And we each got to take a little bit of food from the melon. And uh, my dad had always had a, a paper plate to the side and we would put our seeds there. Um, but he, he would always tell us which melons he wanted us to save seeds from, the biggest and the most sweetest melons. And so my family has, um, I, I, I believe, some multi-generational seeds coming in. Uh, so that was my first memory of seeds. Right now, I'm a clinical therapist for Asleta Behavioral Health, um, and I've been the community organizer for our community garden, and I believe it started about five or six years ago, so about 2010 or 2011. Uh, we were funded through some federal and state grants, which then we received money from so that way we can implement our first community garden and it's been happening since then and um, for a, a good part of my life I've always felt that this knowledge of agriculture and seed saving uh, gardening and planting things of that sort seem to be passed on from from one generation to the next through male family members and so sometimes I feel a little bit out of place. Um, I ask a lot of questions and I feel like I get short answers here and there. And um, my mom has always told me not to lose faith and always have the intention of trying to carry on the culture of, of who we are as people. We're born from the ground. Um, we return to the ground and we have a whole bunch of ancestral wisdom in our culture and that our ancestors and our deities are always looking out for us. So I really appreciate this opportunity that they're giving me today to come and learn more about seeds. Um, I have little to no knowledge of seeds. I don't really know uh, what to look out for other than the seeds that my family has kept in, in their family. I just really have uh, an emphasis in trying to help create some healing and wellness in our community. And I've always thought that the position that I have um, as an employee of behavioral health um, is to help continue on the life of our of our community members and um, we can't do that without the presence of, of earth and and uh, and our agriculture and our and our way of life that's who we are um, I remember being really young and my dad telling me a story which his grandpa had told him when he first started gardening he always told me that when you view our earth any ground that you're going to plant you view it as a as a female womb and every seed 
that you plant um, has life that then will begin to speak to Mother Earth in her womb and together collectively with our help they create a child similar to how we all were created here on this earth. He also said the the harder you work you know the the more you sweat and our mother views those as the purest tears and that really replenishes her soul and her ability to create life from the sea, uh, from the seed that you plant. I've heard that story over and over and over throughout my existence here on, here on earth um, both in English and in Tiwa. I don't know I felt like gardening or agriculture whatever you want to call it is in me you know whether I want it to be or not it, it's it's embedded in my skin it's in my blood it's who I am and no matter what my relationship with other people here on this earth or my relationship with our land um, that innate desire to create life it doesn't get um, jolted it's it's always going to be there no matter what you do I'm not trying to be disrespectful or really try to to be um, too confident but I, I really believe that I have um, like maybe like a calling of some sort to contribute somehow to the greater good of our community and I really held that with high regard. Um, I think about it constantly. I just get to meet wonderful people who share that passion of continuing life. Um, right now in Isleta we have a community planning, a community garden planning committee and we've been meeting every Tuesday for the past month and a half. As it is today and over the weekend where we're able to experience each other through story and just each other's gentle presence is that we find that there's a lot of untapped knowledge and wisdom. Uh, and when we open our mouths, then we just kind of watch what comes out in hopes that maybe your message is what the next person needs to hear in order to transform their life into doing something better and also to contribute to the longe longevity of our, our life as human beings and then also what, what, what we use from from our earth and then somehow replenish that and so everything has to work in balance and so I really believe that. I really have um, this innate need to help other people who may have lost their meaning or value in life, um, not by choice. I, I think we have, you know, multi-generational trauma and things that then take us out of our bodies, which then we become leaves, kind of just wherever the wind blows, we, we go. Um, but ultimately, I think when we um, are whole and when we're balanced, that's when we are our best as human beings, and that's when we can have really honest and sincere change uh, exchange towards one another, and, and ultimately, um, with each other, we we create community um, because we're social animals. We need each other. We can't we can't do things alone. My hope is that I have some value to share with other people, and I know that I've had some knowledge and wisdom from people who have been thrown, you know, here and there because of alcoholism or, you know, their own trauma. And sometimes people forget that we're all the same, that, that no living thing, whether it's a plant or a rock or a person, is more important than the other. We're all the same and we're all connected. We all have a place in this world and we all need each other to keep that intact. I, I don't have any seeds from home.
but I do have a bucket of seeds that I purchased from natives, nativeseeds.search or .org or however you say that. And it really like kicks in my maternal instincts. I, I, I just, I look at these seeds and I don't really question like why they're so important to me. I, I just really am curious about that relationship that I have with them. I need to know where they're at all the time. <laughs> I need to know who's touching them. I need to know, um, I need to know, I just need to know where they're at. Uh, I'll take them out and visit with them, put them in my hand and put them away. And I don't really know why, but it just, it feels really, it feels like a, like a, like a really unique sensation of maybe what it might feel like to give birth to a child which which I haven't experienced and and I, I don't think I'm going to experience by choice anyway who knows what the future is going to hold it really helps me understand that I have value in my community and that I'm needed and I really uh, believe that um, I'm a vessel for maybe the messages of creator or other deities to people who come in with a tattered soul through behavioral health and I want them to know that I view them as important people as if they have something to teach me. Um, and hopefully along the way, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll have something to teach them or entice them in some way to maybe change their perspective or value on life. I get, I get really scared at the thought of what science is doing to, to our, our ways of Native people, um, specifically uh, seed saving. I get really anxious when people try to control things that we don't really understand. I mean, just the thought of of having to purchase seeds with money from here on out until when I, I when I'm called to leave this world to go to the next um, creates large dependency, um, which then makes us stunt stunted in our growth. We don't we don't we don't know what to do. We don't know what to look for. Um, we don't know how to plant. We don't know how to, you know, conserve um, life in, in that way. I get really overwhelmed at that thought of what happens when we don't have this ancestral knowledge or wisdom that my people have, man, that have been passing on for hundreds of years without, with little to no change. And so I, I really, I really feel that I see a different perspective than maybe most people do as a person who who's working in behavioral health is that there's little to no investment in our people that then creates this really uh, uh it's a lack of self-esteem it's a lack of self-confidence which then means that people don't have any value or don't have any meaning and then they have no need to contribute i mean i, I feel like my family has really instilled the belief that every seed whether it's a human seed or, or a plant seed or an animal seed or whatever it is that you want to call it that that it is life and it's there for a reason. And I really feel like I, I need to take some ownership and to be responsible to carry my load and to replenish that which I've taken from, from the earth without even, without even knowing. And so what I'm doing right now is I'm trying to think differently. I'm trying to kind of create my own little back backyard garden I don't really have big hopes or dreams right now anyway. I'm just more curious. Um, but I feel like I really need to pull my own weight. I feel like I'm, I'm capable, I'm able. 
producing the food that I consume um, really limit the amount of garbage that I put on this earth um, because that's not the way that our ancestors lived. And so I just feel this internal desire. I don't know where it's coming from, but I just feel a need to do things a lot differently than what I've been tricked into believing, I guess, technology and school and all that stuff. And, you know, um, I had a lot of emphasis on the amount of miles that I've treaded uh, with Western school. And I have my undergraduate and graduate degree and and it has its place, you know, but I think my soul really yearns for the wisdom of, of my people and my culture and my traditions. I mean, I have value. I have meaning. Uh, I have love for myself. I have compassion for myself. And I, and I get those messages from my culture, from my language, from the exchange in people within our community. My ancestors, they were not, not intelligent. They were way beyond probably their years um, through their knowledge and wisdom and I have that running through me and uh, everybody else in my community has that running through them and I can only imagine what it might be like if we were to create some continuity some coherence some unity within within who we are as native people to make change dramatically in order to in order to you know keep our language and our culture alive and our, our ability to produce that which what we need in order to survive. And I like to challenge that belief of individuality. Um, we need each other, and I'm not more important than you are, and I believe that you're not more important than I am, and if we can view each other in that way, we can do some beautiful things on this earth. And, um, you know, like, the weather seems a little confused, and I always, feel bad because I really think that me along with other people in this world are creating that chaos in our weather systems as well and we really need to take a step back and observe first before we go in and change anything because there's constant communication happening with living things uh, that we miss because we're so consumed with what we need to get in the future as opposed to what we have to be thankful for right now in this present moment and so I'm dedicating a good part of my life and a good piece of my soul to my community through um, our community garden. It, it, it's just a natural hub for people who have that that desire to, to be gardeners or, I don't know, just maybe being native. You know, like, it's, it, our garden has, has um, brought a lot of people together without any intention you know we're just putting up fences and putting alfalfa on the floor and asking for manure here and there and you would not believe who um, is drawn to to visit us that's my intention I I, want to be able to spread the message to just my entire community Um, and I know it's going to be a slow process you know like I I know it is but I also know that there's that ancestral wisdom. You know, my mom always always told me that the thoughts that we have they're they're not our, they're not our own thoughts. They're actually seeds planted from our deities and our creators, and then then you think it, um, but but they're not your own thoughts. And so I'm just kind of going with the flow and this voice of gardening and 
understanding seeds and gathering seeds and growing stuff. It's just a really loud inner voice that I really believe isn't my own. And so I'm just kind of following it. But yeah, I, I, I wish health and wellness and healing for my community. And I feel like I need to be a part of that. And so that's, that's what I'm going to do from here on out.